Welcome, baseball fans. It's time once again for the Running the Bases podcast. I'm Tucker Wells, joined as always by Coach Jordan Bounds. Coach, happy Memorial Day. Happy Memorial Day. Uh, yeah. Seems go. almost oxymoronic to say it, that. It really but, is. It really yeah. is. But here's to America. So, um, <laughs> um, so we're talking today. We've got a very uh, uh, interesting topic today that's a hot-button issue in baseball right now. Um, about gambling. So we're going to start with DraftKings and FanDuel. Uh, first off, fantasy baseball, that's been around for a very long time. I don't know, how, how long have we has there been fantasy leagues? Uh, I've been on a Fox simulation baseball site, uh, What If Sports, for over a decade. Uh, and it was around before I got on. Okay, and then I mean, like I, I, I feel like I've read stories before that there were like the whole word rotisserie league comes from this small restaurant in New York where a bunch of baseball fanatics, you know, did fantasy leagues on paper. They did all the trades. They kept up with all the stats. They've been and, around for a long time, twenty years at least. Yeah, yeah at least. So now, you know, w- with the advent of the internet and the year-long fantasy leagues that have been uh, just growing in popularity exponentially. We have DraftKings, we have FanDuel, we have probably others that we don't even know if that are paid. You pay sites and you bet on or you wager on a daily fantasy team, so on and so forth. Most people are aware of this at this point. So, Coach, is this gambling or is this a game? I, I don't see, I don't see the choice there. Is this gambling or is it a game? I think well, it's let me, both. It, it is both, but so these sites, it's not just like fantasy baseball traditional, or and and all the other major sports are into this as well. You have like essentially what equates to a golf tournament style game. You have head to head games. You have leagues that go on for you know they last for like week long or season long you pay and there's cash prizes so you know is this gambling like vegas gambling or is it like sure it is it's otb uh you know things in vegas it's exactly the same yeah so is this a problem for baseball uh i don't think so uh i mean we already know that um I think DraftKings is the official site of Major League right. Baseball. I mean, exactly. uh, they have married, and, and all the sports have done the same, have married these particular sites and um, are looking, I mean, to have these sites help their fan base. There's no doubt. I mean, you when you, we get to the March Madness in uh, college basketball. There are not that many college basketball fans. I'm no. sorry, but people are into their, uh, you know, their, who who they've picked in their different uh, leagues and the, the people. Are, ESPN has the tournament challenge. You can win money from that. They're they all have millions of entrants. Yeah, all over the place, and there just aren't that many people into college basketball. But people and the other. Major sports have seen, you know, we need to take advantage of this. Right. Well, I, you know, 
I wonder about how this is going to change the way players approach the game. You know, I mean, is it possible that we're going to start skewing back towards players being almost completely concerned about their stats versus winning games? Because, um, because uh, I mean, that, I think the saber metrics thing is is moving them toward that already. I uh, right, good and, point. And uh, I think that players are probably more concerned or, or aware of stats that they were not aware of in the past. Um, it used to be that you know you were measured by how many teams or how many games your team won. Uh, period. Uh, as a starting pitcher, you were measured by how many games you won, but that was also because you were expected to finish every game. Uh, right. You know, and those days are so long gone. I, you know, um, I, well, they're trying to they're trying to bring it back to old school, true running the bases with you know the speed games, speeding up games, you know, bunting for hits, sacrificing. You know, uh, they're they're trying to play old school baseball, just evident with the Royals last year. But I worry that now we're going to go right back to uh, caveman baseball where it's all strikeouts or home runs and and very few in between. Oh, I don't think so. I I think uh, the newer parks, I mean, not I mean, the the brand new ones uh, have had deeper fences and uh, it's. Stepping the home run is becoming somewhat antiquated. I, you know, I think it's more about contact per at bat. You know, balls hit in fair territory. You know, per uh, swing. You know, these are right. things that are more significant now than uh, how many. You know, than hitting twenty five home runs. Well, don't tell that to the Houston Astros. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> For this quote unquote sabermetric starlings, they kind of threw that plan out the window. Why didn't they? Yeah, but hey, first place. What the what in the world? Yeah. So, yeah, it, the most interesting thing about this topic is that baseball has fully endorsed DraftKings, one of the two major ones. You go on DraftKings, which you're on FanDuel, I'm on DraftKings, and 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 in a week we've only barely scratched the surface of all that you can do on these sites. But you see the actual players' photo, the team logos. Their full profile stats. Um, you can see DraftKings logos in stadiums now, so it's very visible. Sure. Um, where should the money go that baseball gets from this? Oh, wouldn't it be nice if that money decreased ticket prices? Yeah, yeah. That that would be you know the idea that that money should go to the fan. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm laughing just as much as you are, but yeah, that would be a really nice thing. Uh, but where's the money going to go? The rich get richer. Yeah. I mean, you know, what, what about RBI? What about the, the youth baseball? Now, how ironic would that be? You have the George, like the lottery supposedly benefits education. So should baseball play the same card and like, well, we're endorsing a gambling site, but it's going to youth, you know, it, it, the oh, proceeds. I think that would be a wonderful PR move, uh, and a positive, I think RBI could, um, be expanded inside. I mean, it's inner city stuff right now, but there are also, uh, the impoverished areas that 
are not in the city, that are rural, that could certainly uh, benefit by having Major League Baseball uh, enhance uh, amateur sports in that area. Right. Well, that would be high my- schools. Yeah, know, that that can't afford the equipment to play. Yeah, know? I agree. I I think that that would make it that would certainly smooth the PR and the 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 fan embracing you know using these sites and the casual fan I should say using these sites in general um if they know that it's going to a good cause um but you know if it goes to the teams or should it go to the players i mean the players the minimum salary is in the in mid $500,000 should I, players get money from their image being used on DraftKings FanDuel so on and so forth Legally, I don't know how you can stop them from doing that. I, I but I, I don't think the players need it. No, certainly not. Um, and then is this where I mean, if it does indeed go to teams first and foremost, and then maybe they siphon off some of it to a better cause, are we indeed? Is this where revenue streams are headed? Oh, I think so. I mean, this is rollerball. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the nineteen seventies exactly. ball. <laughs> no offense to the John McTiernan remake, right, right. which we won't speak of. We were talking about James Conn, by the way. We were talking about stars. You know, at times that James Conn has been a star. There is another one. Yeah, that that's like the only one. Otherwise, James Conn strictly supporting character. Okay, okay. So, although he was great in Eraser, let's be honest. Um, so moving thief. right, what thief? Oh yeah, thief. Awesome, awesome movie. Um, that was actually a Michael Mann film. Okay. All right. Yeah, one of his first. So, um, at any rate, back to this. So, are we now saying with DraftKings FanDuel that gambling is legal everywhere because of the well, internet? It is. It yeah, is because because of the internet, right. you can you can gamble in Vegas through the internet. Right. Right. Okay. So there you go. So what does that say about America at this point? I mean, we've been fighting this for years and years and years, and mobsters and the whole thing. You know, Vegas casinos owned by murderers and Al Capone and uh, I don't Al think Al Capone owned a uh, casino. No, oh, well, this shows how much I know about crooked people. So but, <laughs> that uh, should be to my credit. The uh, uh, Bugsy Malone. Uh, there we the, go. Uh, I <laughs> gambling is uh, it can be. Very addictive. I mean, we know that there are gamblers anonymous just as there are alcoholics anonymous. And it can destroy a lot of homes and uh, the and, and a lot of families and things. But uh, we're, we are in more of a libertine type of culture now. We are uh, leaving it up to the individual to determine for himself. It is not up to the state anymore to protect uh, the individual from his or her personal demons. Um, we l- Marijuana is becoming more uh, are legal in more and more uh, avenues throughout the country. Uh, we have looked upon uh, individual... Uh, sexual and religious freedoms uh, with a uh, with kind of a, a lot more liberal swath and I know libertines would hate to be called liberals uh, but and uh, so I, I, I think we're putting it on 
the shoulders of the individual. Um, gambling, it, it is often a vice. I, it, it, I don't it's know. It's a vice. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, and it's just a, it's like any vice. It's dependent on how in how deep into it you are. You know, if you go buy a lottery ticket every once and again, just to say, ah, well, maybe I'll be that one in seventy four million. But yeah. if you're going every single day and you're standing at the scratch off station, you know, yeah, it it it, it I, I I knew people because I've lived in two cities on rivers that had riverboat gambling, right. where I'd go to like a car a car shop and get my brakes checked and the cashier would be lamenting about he just spent his his kids college fund on the river boats in like a night yeah so that being said um who is to police uh the draft kinging fan dueling oh i don't i don't think you can police that i mean well like the- vegas has a gambling commission right right in theory so well but, not in yeah, theory but they that's do not, but. but they're not the gambling commission in Vegas is not concerned with the individual uh, gambler, but it has evolved. Now you have to have a card at most casinos, a digital read card that you it's like a it's like a charge card, and you can't put more than x amount of dollars on it in a day. Mm-hmm. So is that something that you think we should have in in these these uh, pay fantasy sites? Like you can only deposit so much in a month to the site. I think that sounds like a good idea, but in practice probably isn't going to work. I mean, because, you know, you have uh, you know, Justin Bieber or no, Money, you know, the boxer, you know. Uh, Money Mayweather, yeah. Yeah, wants to, you know, how much does he bet all the time? You know, he's bragging about it all the time. And who's to say he shouldn't, you know? You know, if you got enough money to make Solomon sweat, then uh, <laughs> you should be able to do with it as you please. Right. Well, so on the other side of it, so that's the fan. Now we get into the problems, and 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 in in and that's going to lead into the history of gambling in baseball. But here are some problems that one could foresee. First of all, players taking advantage of this. Do you see a scenario where? There are certain players that would uh, cheat the integrity of the game in order to profit from these sites that they have a direct influence on. Um, would players do this? Sure. Absolutely. Do you uh, think they will? Be, well, uh, I mean, players are human, and these are, you know, the humanity is subject. <laughs> Money is a great temptation. Uh, the uh, and no matter how much money you make. Now, from what I've seen, FanDuel and uh, DraftKings are have so much variety right now uh, that it is difficult for one game or one player to have that much of an influence on any at any particular night or any particular game. Now, that's liable to change. Uh, when we get in playoffs and World Series and stuff like that, there may be uh, different things that I, I'm not even aware of now. Could this? But that has always been the case in Vegas and uh, things like that, where there have been. Uh, you know, it, it's a matter of keeping uh, players away from gamblers. If you look at the history of ball players that have been suspended by, uh, well, basically 
Kennesaw Landis, but I mean, right. by, uh, mo- <laughs> and then one by Paul Giamatti, one uh, very famous one. Well, no, there were uh, there have been some others, but it was just uh, for being around gamblers, not necessarily for they couldn't prove anything else. I mean, you know, Mickey Mantle and Willie Mays were. Uh, suspended from baseball, I think it was by Happy Chandler, I'm not sure, uh, but uh, because they worked as greeters at a casino. Uh, they were later reinstated, but, I mean, uh, that was just association, you know. Right. Uh, and, and now it's fully endorsed. Right. My right. how the times have changed. Sure. Uh, I mean, and it, it's we're also in an era, too, where there are, you know, what do you... <laughs> I mean, a ball player that can make that kind of a difference is seldom going, you know, uh, Giancarlo Stanton can, you know, you're going to pay him how much money to go O for a series? Uh, You know, I mean... Well, that's not what I'm worried about, but I got a couple of scenarios for you. You, Because, yeah, you're absolutely right. Giancarlo Stanton will not benefit, will not sleep any differently or breathe any differently with an extra $100,000 from friggin' FanDuel. <laughs> but what if, uh, let's talk September call-ups, you have like a quad A player, a pitcher, because pitchers have the direct influence over the okay. game. Right. Okay. This kid gets called up, you know, and he's facing the Marlins, let's say. Let's say he plays for the Braves, okay? Mm-hmm. He's facing the Marlins, and so he goes on whichever and drafts in the entire Marlins team. And for the first couple of innings that he's in, he picks the right players to just serve up, you know, meatballs. All right. So, you know, this is September. But let's say that game, you know, so he he essentially is throwing the game by you get where I'm going. With this. I absolutely. And he just screwed his career. But he's a quad A player. Like, like this is what I'm talking about. He's not. He let's say I, I, somebody. But I don't think there's a quad A player who doesn't think that eventually he'll be in the show. But like I mean, you said, money is an interesting. Oh sure. So uh, but, if he's in the minors, but, and, but money is there. He knows if he's in the show, then he's going to make a whole lot more the next year than he's going to make on Fanduel in this one game. This call-up if he's a starting pitcher, and that's the only way you could make that, uh, you know, you could make those kind of bets. He's going to have, what, two starts? Uh, No, I I don't see that happening. Well, let's say it did, because like like we said, all right, and it gets discovered, okay, Um, what do you think should be the punishment? Oh, he's kicked, I mean, the rule is that you're out of baseball forever. But doesn't doesn't this pitcher have a, 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 a very blunt reason to throw in the face of MLB and say, hey, you endorse this site. Like, I'm allowed to be on this. They don't say you're allowed to gamble on, on a game. That's the prime. It's in the it's there is a uh, uh, like a not a poster, but there's like this metal thing in every clubhouse that says, you know, that points this out. This is number one rule in baseball. Yeah. Period. But you can get around that. So let's say he he cheats and you know gets a f- a friend to do this on his behalf, uh, just like Pete Rose. Okay, all and, right. And so now you have middlemen, and now it really becomes like gambling. Yes, you could get around it, but you but you could have the you don't have to go that far. You can 
you could go into last year's World Series and a, I mean, you don't have to have, you know, the quad A call up. You could have gamblers from Vegas come to James Shields and say, look, here's $10 million. Give up five runs. True. But that's here's $10 million. But I think the difference here is that these sites are opening the door for players themselves taking it upon themselves to make money off of this. You know, I mean, a player could be having this very idea right now. In fact, I, I we could be furthering a, a detrimental part by suggesting this idea. I think um, the mechanics of that are too complicated for a player to try to actually benefit from, whereas he could have where uh, somebody could his agent could come to him and say, you know, boom, this guy will make, you know. Yeah, you know he'll make it happen. Do this. I mean, um, it, it the temptation has always been there. Uh, it has. I mean, you know, we we laugh at at Kennesaw Landis now because he's the guy that suspended all these people. You know, not just the Black Sox, but Heine Zimmerman and Hal Chase and all of these people uh, for gambling because gambling was so rampant and fixing games and throwing things until Landis was there was everywhere. It took away from the integrity of the game and it was it has become the cardinal number one rule in baseball that you can't bet on baseball. And uh because it would have never reached the status that it has. It would never have been our national pastime and everything if Landis hadn't done. I'm not trying to make Landis a hero. He was, you know, as responsible as anybody else for the color barrier, et cetera, et cetera. Um but uh he did stop the gambling in baseball. Right. All right. So let's let's move off of that. Uh the the that elaborate scenario I just presented and let's go to something a little simpler. What about catchers? You know, catchers like, let's say a backup catcher is put in in a spot start. Okay. Um, journeyman end of his career, whatever you can invent the storyline, but they're calling for the pitches. You know, what's to say they don't have a, uh, uh, you know, you, you don't have to draft the whole team. Okay, but let's say again, you're playing the Marlins. That, that possibility has always been there. Catcher, uh, but does this bother you? Does this does this make you look at these things as a problem? No, no. no. Okay, no. I don't see it as a because I don't see the sites. I, to me, the betting in Vegas is that could be problematic, but it hasn't been for a long time, and that's where the problems could come in. Uh, you wouldn't go to your backup catcher. They don't know when he's going to play. I mean, you but could you have, can draft your team within an hour of the game starting, or well, whatever. Six dra- hours. Those draft things they don't pay off enough. They yeah. there isn't any of them that pays off enough for a major league ball player to jeopardize his career. True. I mean, you know, you're not. You're, you've got to say uh, you've got to have a several million dollar payday. Well, there, there are there's some that are worth a million. Oh, I know, but uh, I mean, a, that's... a million's not going to do it. And then it with that, those it's not because to begin with, that's uh, not going to happen on a one game deal. Uh, the uh, and yeah, this is my limit. I haven't gotten into it enough to know to know that part, but. 
And I'm with and you. with that, you know, you're you're talking about uh, miraculous scenarios, things that one player is not going to be able to control. Could you go to a backup catcher? Could you go to an Eddie Perez who caught Maddox uh, and uh, at a playoff game and said, "What can uh, can you influence things?" Uh, no, to a certain extent, because Maddox called the game. Uh, backup catcher is not going to call. The, he'll give a suggestion, and the pitcher will determine what he's going to throw. Now, hold on. He can also say, as soon as Maddox has called the pitch, he can say fastball outside to the hitter. That's uh, exactly where I was going. It has always been there. That that has been the case since 1865. Uh, or Kevin Costner. The uh, right. I mean, it has. It's it's. I mean, the. Avenues for, I don't think FanDuel and DraftKings and these kind of draft scenarios, simulation things, and uh, fantasy baseball, they are not going to increase the possibility of players uh, throwing games or players padding stats and things. Uh, That's going to happen, I still think, more on an amateur level than it is on a professional level. You look at the great scandals, I mean, other than the Black Sox scandals, the great scandals, you know, the uh, New York uh, basketball scandal, high school basketball scandal. and uh, Point point shaving. The NBA seems to be rife with it because there's only five players on a team. Right. But, yeah. Well, okay. So, what about umpires? Umpires could collude on such a thing, right? I mean, let's say you have a whole, you know, uh, 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 the uh, the crew chief. You have an umpiring crew for just well, the a, a crews are don't stay together anymore. Oh, they move okay. it. They divide all up. I mean, maybe. I mean, the way that it is uh, now that they're like x amount of uh, umpires on a crew, so somebody is off like every fifth day and stuff like this, uh, and they go. They have. Um, different uh assignments where you know suddenly wolf will be doing national league games and things uh and james joyce is with a different uh crew uh, that that seems to have discouraged that i don't think that's why it was done uh but uh and the chances for an umpire altering a game though uh sure the plate umpire can call strikes but that in the meantime, the batter could hit swing. But the ball. okay, let's say okay. Let's talk about the 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 site specifically here. You go in and you get a salary cap mm-hmm. for most of the games on both, and they're they're essentially the same thing. Right, so we'll right. call it draft duel for the sake of argument. <laughs> All right. So you go in and you get a salary cap. You have five hundred grand or fifty thousand dollars to 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 draft a pitcher through. Um, a team that night. Yeah, team that night. And some of them you can draft two pitchers. So certain players are going to cost more than others. So mm-hmm. Madison Bumgarner will cost you 8000 to draft, whereas Alex Wood will cost you 3000 to draft. So hence, you know, there you go. You you, you pick and choose. And, and you just like any fantasy, you think who might, you know, if you, if you can exploit a certain matchup, you'll spend more on like – you know, a pitcher that's just dominant at the time and then try and roll the dice and find a bargain to best use your 500 grand or 50 grand to win. Um, find some hitters that are in Colorado. 
Yeah, exactly. Find some pitchers on the other team that are also in Colorado. Um, all right. So let's just say for the sake of argument, an umpire, you know, or a, a group of umpires are in a colluded thing, which has been with gambling as long as there's been gambling. And they draft some pitcher that's back into the rotation for next to nothing and then call such a liberal strike zone that they suddenly get a grillion points from this pitcher that nobody else thought to pick up. And then they've, on top of that, drafted, you know, regularly everybody else on their team, giving them a better chance to win. And umpires, you know, it's funny that you say they're not going to do it for a million dollars, like, you know, lower end players. You're telling me somebody couldn't use oh, no, I'm, another million I'm saying, dollars? I'm saying a, uh, oh, uh, umpire's different. Uh, but a major league ball player, uh, I don't think it's going to, je- a young major league, you know, coming up, it's not right. going to jeopardize his that. whole career for a million dollars. He thinks he's going to make a grillion. Yeah. Uh, but like, you know, we could go back to that. A player at the end of his career. End of his career is different. Um, the uh, I guess Eddie Perez was throwing all these games that Maddox lost in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Uh, There's the, a good, uh, it all makes sense now, all the Braves' the failures. Thing, the thing is that, that, I, it has always existed, and the way that that exists more is with Vegas and Reno gambling more so than these fantasy leagues. They're not going to perpetuate the chance of a a game being thrown or somebody. I mean, that you can make a certain amount of money you in all of these scenarios that you're talking about, but one gambler coming to you and saying, look, here's $10 million, you know, hit the first batter, uh, to let us know the fix is on, you know? Uh, well, okay. So now, um, get away from players and anybody inside the game altogether. What about flat out crazy people and gambling addicts? They, they're, they're throwing their, paychecks into these sites what's to stop them from pulling a robert de niro on a wesley snipes and 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 start to stalk a certain player or somebody who didn't perform well the day that they drafted them you know oh yeah that's uh how do we feel about suddenly opening the doors endorsed by baseball nonetheless and all the other major sports too for crazy people well all right crazy people have been there forever i mean uh what was her name uh that was attacked uh the the monica sellers yeah monica sellers who has an eating disorder now um the uh one in one in four on that one just fyi uh, one in four people have an eating disorder i think so well i mean i think that skews towards feminine sadly but yeah that was the stat that i heard wow yeah uh but well anyway i mean yeah uh, crazy people have always been there uh is the uh, idea of putting more money into uh, where people's involvement uh, and passion uh, is connected to the money that they may have just lost. Absolutely. Uh, I think, I mean, you know, it, it's very possible as um, climate changes in uh, professional sports that. Uh, we could again have more rollerball type things where there's plexiglass everywhere separating you know the uh, 
players from uh, the fans. Uh, Once the apocalypse has happened and we're divided into the Hunger Games tribes, and right, everything's right. owned by corporations. I understand completely. I mean, uh, you know I, that Rollerball was a documentary, actually. The uh, no, I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't know we were going to talk about rollerball that much tonight either. <laughs> Anytime uh, you can, though, that's a good thing, I think. But uh, anyway, continue. The uh, so, yes, I mean that that we have to measure that. We've seen a lot of things. Uh, it was a few years ago. We had people coming out of the stands in Chicago uh, attacking White Sox players and coaches and umpires and Kansas stuff. City. I think it was. It was not. Oh no! Yeah, no, it was, there it was, was some stuff going on in Chicago. I, I yeah, remember that. I remember it was with too. the White Sox, not the Cubs. Uh, yeah. South Side. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The um, be careful when you go south of Seventy Second. The uh, but uh, and, and I, I think people, you know, and they they did increase uh, security and stuff um, at that time, and people, you know, ballparks and. Major League Baseball and you know every and other sports will have to continue to measure that sort of thing. I uh, I think personally that other sports seem to be uh, in more danger than baseball does. Certainly, uh, football players. I mean, are, I mean, you look at like the end zones and Oakland games and Cleveland games. I don't want to be tangling with any of those people. You know, if they could get very upset i i think as what you what <laughs> they could get very upset and what you're saying about basketball the the you know the right for point shaving and things of this nature i think you know well i was um, I, I forgot to mention this when talking about you know possible problems with umpires as recently as 2007 there was a major right scandal with the with the referee donahue in right. the nba so yeah i mean you know, it's there. It's right there. It's always been there. But so so now it, it, it begs the question. We just left a wretched era in the history of baseball where there's the Mitchell report. There's all the PED use coming out. You know, we haven't quite left it yet. Exactly. We haven't quite left it. So now we're standing on the edge of the diving board of baseball endorsing a product that leads to compromising the integrity of the game once again. Now, it's not apples to apples. The PED use was simply heads in the sand. National League didn't want to join the American League because they played games on Sunday. Uh, and uh, the American League, I believe it was the American League, didn't want to uh, sell beer in the ballparks. Uh, the uh, Times change. They do change, but the steroid era, like you just said, we're not out of it. So they- that's something different. That's not. That's not. That's a vice. Uh, that's individual to the players. Uh, we're talking about something that is really for the fan. That is uh, the vice. But if this, okay, if any of the scenarios, the what if scenarios we just talked about, actually happen, you, know, you talked about. It. I don't believe those. I think it is still a lot easier for a Vegas, you know, uh, your uh, what was it? Rothschild or you know uh, well, that wasn't his name, uh, the the guy who fixed the series. Uh, oh, uh, I, yeah, right. And it's one of my favorite movies, Eight Men Out. If you haven't seen it. Um, I was thinking more of Gatsby, but uh, right. But uh, at the uh, 
you know, those are the guys that, you know, I understand. Yeah, I understand. But I'm just saying, like, if let's say we start seeing an increase in the crazy people scenario, okay, and suddenly an activist group says, listen, this is coming directly from getting addicted to these websites. You know, now baseball has has red on their hands, you know, so. Are you worried about that at all? Because I somewhat am. No. Well, first of all, that's going to happen with March Madness before it's going to happen to Major League Baseball. Certainly. Uh, I mean, but I, we as, love baseball more than March Madness. Uh, so, oh, absolutely. And, we protect our own. Here as I on say, I, I think that baseball is just by the nature of the game, being the game where the defense has the ball, that has a whole lot to do with it, uh, and that. Uh, there are nine people out there, not five, uh, that it, it, it just has built-in safety precautions that a lot of other sports don't have. If there is going to be a gambling pro, I mean, all right, now, uh, let's, to take your, all the scenarios you want to look at, what we should look at is Premier League soccer and soccer in Europe and stuff. And ter- you, you want to talk about fixing games and stuff. Well, and, not really, because that's soccer, you know. But I'm well, sorry, no, I, I interrupt. I'm saying as a sport, I mean, and here you're talking about very wealthy people being paid enormous amounts of money uh, to throw games. We know that there have been uh, Italian and French clubs that have, you know, all sorts of... Uh, shadows have been cast over uh, some very influential players. Uh, I mean, people that are getting paid more for playing a sport than anybody this side of bullfighters. Uh, <laughs> and a bullfighter's not going to throw it. That's one I feel fairly <laughs> confident of. When you bet on the bull, you don't get to collect the money afterwards. <laughs> That's right. Uh, so uh, I don't know I, if a lot of people know that. Coach, tell us, who is the most wealthy athlete in the history of the world or who was or in the history of the last well, you know two centuries it's got to have been a bullfighter i mean they right it's uh, a bullfighter right. it's not a soccer we, player it's not a boxer it's a bullfighter there what was the guy's name uh who's considered the greatest bullfighter of all time but matador yeah matador uh but, i can look it up here but he lost <laughs> uh, i mean he got killed by a bull that seems to disqualify you from being like the greatest of all time seems like you should always win but uh he was like picasso all he had to do was just go sign his name somewhere and they you know uh his name started with a j uh uh, uh, uh I'm, I'm looking it up uh, yeah uh, hang on I'm, I'm looking here but uh Still, I mean, if those soccer players... A Manolet, right? What? I'm looking at something here. It says in... This is from a newspaper. Why am I even talking about this? Let's go back to... Let's go back right. to what we were talking about. So, all right, the uh, there have been you know, soccer players that have uh, taken the plunge. Basically, they've been Italian, and we know the the culture there, right? Uh, but the Another movie oh, and, with James Caan. Oh, and, and to all of our Italian uh, listeners out there, I love Italy. I'm not. I didn't mean that to sound disparaging. Toward, ciao, uh, 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 ciao, Bella. Uh, but the um, so it could happen, but it it happened with 
millions and millions and millions of euros exchanging hands. Not what something like FanDuel or DraftKings is going to be able to pay somebody. Uh, you're talking national lottery type money. Uh, and, and granted, it would take more uh, to influence a Premier League soccer team than it would uh, a Major League Baseball team. But it still, I mean, it would take so much more money than one of these sites could ever supply. Fair enough. So now, to go philosophical, and this is the evolution of many things, you know, this, the game of baseball has evolved, as you just said, revisionist history and the Pete Rose debate, you know, what do you uh, think of Pete Rose and his lifetime ban at this point, considering there's a new commissioner who is, you know, directly saying we are endorsing DraftKings FanDuel or DraftKings right. rather? A, uh, I don't think Manfred has any say so in what the Hall of Fame does. They're, the Hall of Fame is not owned by Major League Baseball. Good point. But he's it, what it, shouldn't Man, Manfred there, could could bring Pete Rose back into uh, his band from baseball, and then that might the then the Hall of Fame could decide whether they want to put him on the ballot or not. Actually, I think that with the All Star Game being in Cincinnati this year, that there is a real possibility that Pete Rose may be have a kind of uh, a partial reinstatement into baseball. He'll be allowed in ballparks, <laughs> you know. Yeah. In a, in well, a you know, I mean, it's interesting. He was at the World Series in '99. Yeah, but he has, yeah, uh, with Jim Gray, you know, wearing a Reds hat. Right. Well, he can wear any kind of hat he wants. Uh, the uh, I'm just surprised. I, yeah, at all right. I find, uh, yeah, I, I don't need, I don't want to say anything bad about the Hall of Fame. I love the place, but Ty Cobb's in the Hall of Fame. You know, the the person that Pete Rose was compared to throughout his whole career. The uh, and with good reason, right? I mean, but Ty Cobb may have killed people. <laughs> you know, I mean, <laughs> right? Quadriplegic people. You know, I mean, <laughs> uh, and. The uh, he and Tris Speaker, when they were playing with the A's, were accused of fixing games and stuff. I mean, you know, uh, I don't. Ty Cobb would have, you know, we have a lot of, and he's just one. There are, are a lot of despicable people that were in the Hall of Fame. Now, uh, you certainly can't put Ty Cobb in and keep people like uh, Joe Jackson out. Uh, exactly, and and, uh, and perhaps Heine Zimmerman, uh, maybe Eddie Sacati. Uh, there, um, it, it's. Uh, I mean, and I don't know with in a revisionist sense uh, whether you have to have one before you can have the others. Uh, you know, it's uh, a can of worms to say is, the least. It is, and, uh, and with however, the Hall of Fame and however, all that. you know, I mean, how many people are really going to be screaming for the Having putting Heine Zimmerman into the Hall of Fame, true. You know, probably uh, just you. I think. I don't even think I. I don't care. <laughs> there aren't that many third basemen, maybe. You know, right. Uh, it, okay. It's you know, uh, and there's such a double standard uh, in so so much of baseball has this. I mean, you know, when we look at, uh, you're talking about the movie Eight Men Out. If you read the book, you realize that 
uh, so many of these people, the Lefty Williams and the Buck Weavers and the Eddie Sacatis, they weren't the villains. It was Comiskey, who is in the Hall of Fame. Uh, so, you know, uh, he was the villain. So That's awesome. I, um, well, what this all boils down to, the whole reason that Rose, the 1919 Sox, uh, Mays and Mantle for a minute, we suspend players in baseball in all major sports, for compromising the integrity of the game. That is what you always hear. That's what Roger Goodell said to every question, whether he was actually answering the question or not. He kept talking about the integrity of the shield in right. the NFL. Okay, so... How come it's a shield in football? It doesn't seem to be a shield in any other sport. Exactly. Maybe jousting. Uh, <laughs> right, which they're becoming so close now. Um, I'd actually watch football more if they had jousting sticks out there. Just saying. Um, but at any rate, so we talk of the integrity of the game. Pete Rose in particular, he's, uh, suspended from baseball lifetime ban for betting on games that he was managing. Okay. And that compromised the integrity of the game. So if just, you know, if we don't, this is the seductive thing about DraftKings. You say how Vegas is the bigger monster DraftKings professional gamblers professional gambles sure they don't have to be in Vegas sure exactly because they're not really they could be in London right and and anywhere at this point thank you very much internet but if if it's a couple of games here or there let's say and then it starts to become a thing and now you know one of these scenarios happens which is entirely possible. Yes. So now we've, incomprom- we've indeed compromised the integrity of one of the games. Fans going to see the game thinking that everything's on the level. It's not. So how is this different than Pete Rose? And what is this saying about baseball's comfort level now? Thinking that morality is going to be the... Uh, I, you know, I don't even know. I mean, how are we defining right. the integrity... At this point, so much of the Pete Rose thing is similar to what's been happening with Goodell in the NFL. Uh, look at the Brady thing right now, the four game suspension, which goodness knows I've heard way too much about. Uh, I know. If I hear anything uh, else about a PSI on a football, I'm right. going to just break but, I something. Mean, uh, apparently, the big sin was that Brady didn't. Uh, cooperate and wouldn't turn over his cell phone and wouldn't uh, answer any questions. Well, that was really the thing with Pete Rose is that he kept denying everything to Giamatti forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. And he, uh, Giamatti said, uh, "Look, here's a recording of somebody saying this. You know, I didn't do that. You know, I mean." Uh, and Pete Rose, I mean, you know, he didn't admit anything until recently. You know, yeah, when uh, it was nicely wrapped up in a book that he could sell for right, right. twenty five dollars each. The uh, I mean, what and, a guy and that what a guy. I mean, I hated him forever, but in my lifetime, there have been few people there. If I if I was going to take uh, the 10 most significant ball players of my lifetime, he would have to be one of them. I never liked him, you know, never. Right. Uh, but, you know, what a guy, but what a ball player. Same thing, you know, same thing, Ty Cobb, Johnny Evers. You know, there have been, like, lots of snakes in the grass that played the game. Uh, Certainly. but And Pete Rose apparently was one of them. Uh, but uh, and to me, I, I, I don't – you know, I know that the Hall of Fame has this 
uh, integrity clause or something like that. But they broke that a long time ago. <laughs> you know, I think I think Pete Rose maybe should be kept out of Major League Baseball, but should be allowed in the Hall of Fame. I you know I don't see why he's not in the Hall of Fame. He's one of the greatest players that ever played. He snake in the grass, but you know. Um, Again, Ty Cobb murdered somebody. Right, so. right. You know. Well, my my kind of final take on it at the moment, since it's this is all so new, is that baseball has struggled in such recent memory to, um, what's the word? Purify. What, purify and to re. Uh, what's the word, you know, reestablish itself, I guess, with the common fan, you know, reach out, bring fans back who were completely disenchanted by all of the PED stuff coming to light. And the now fans were more disenchanted by strikes than they were by the PED stuff. Certainly. But we fans had didn't quit coming to see Barry Bonds in San Francisco. No. And in fact, he drew well on the road as well. I know. But they want to make baseball reestablish itself as the national pastime. It's lost ground to football. That's just a given, although it's starting to gain it back. So here comes... I don't think it's gaining it back as much as I would like to think so. I think football is losing uh, things. I mean, all of the things with... And I, and I don't even think the domestic violence things. That's not really going to affect football. It's the keeping uh, youth out of uh, amateur football and being uh, right, worried yeah. about head injuries and that sort of stuff. Yeah. But I mean, I, I guess my, to try and make this concisely, it is gambling. We both agree on this mm-hmm. and baseball as the, all major sports are, are saying that that's okay. And to me as a purist, that, that idea somewhat compromises the integrity of the game. And I just worry that, you know, in the near future, we're going to have some scandal break. We're going to have the the DraftKings version of Deflategate and whatever the heck else. Um, you know, cast another black eye on a game that we both love. That's why we do this. That has so many black eyes from the last 20 years, dating back to the strike in 94 or the strike in 81, you know, however far back you want to go. So I would think that baseball would want to act a lot more careful in keeping itself away from potential PR disasters. They're kind of, uh, you know, as far as the FanDuel and DraftKings and things like that, uh, they're on the back end of this. You know, uh, NFL and NBA have gotten into it with a lot more fever than uh, Major League Baseball. Uh, I mean, hey, Adam Silver at his uh, NBA Finals press conference, new commissioner in basketball, says outright, this is happening. Right. You know, oh, just says, and yeah. you have uh, regular football shows on ESPN that are uh, evaluating your, you know, who you should pick up this week on your fantasy team. I mean, that's yeah. – uh, so They, yeah, they mean, have whole, you know, I think on NFL – Programs. They got, you know, national programs, you know. And, certainly. Certainly. Uh, so I, I, I just don't see it. Uh, I, I mean, the threat of baseball, uh, uh, what you're saying, another black eye like that, it's going to, uh, there'll be other sports that are hit with it so much harder than baseball will be before baseball is. Right. You know, and so I don't, I don't really worry about that at all. Well, all that being said, 
you're on FanDuel. Do you see yourself engaging in it that much? Uh, I, w- you know, I, I, I play some simulation sports things, uh, and I'm pretty good at it. I'm usually pretty good at that type of game. Uh, I can, for me to get at a, a way where I'm making money on something like FanDuel or DraftKings or something, I'm going to have to lose a lot of money to understand what I need to do. Uh, it's right now I'm playing games and I'm not quite sure how, uh, the performance is measured. Uh, what exactly is, uh, you know, I, I'm such a rookie into this thing. Uh, that's how it all starts. (laughs) I know. Uh, I have also recognized though, that I'm have an addictive personality and, when I have been, when I've gone to casinos or I've, you know, uh, in any kind of gambling situation, I have to tell myself, you know, uh, this two hundred dollars is play money tonight. This is my entertainment money for tonight, and I'm not going over that. And I would have to be very cautious with uh, something like FanDuel or DraftKings or any any site like this. Um, it's possible I could get into it pretty big, but uh, I don't really see it happening. Right. Well, I mean, you know, for my own self, I look at DraftKings and it looks an awful lot just in its layout, um, like one of these poker websites. Right. You right. know, and so and FanDuel actually uh, looks nicer. It looks cleaner and 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 more legit, if you will. Um, but I can kind of see, you know getting into the 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 head-to-head competition and treating it like more like poker you Mm -hmm. know because if if we if you you know the major game the easiest game to get into is that everybody can draft anybody you know and so you're just seeing if you can put together a better lineup than the other the five thousand entrants so so we shall see so coach thank you so much this was great. We will certainly be revisiting this topic in the near future. What, um, after one of us has lost a lot of money? Most likely. <laughs> okay. Or we've run out onto the field to try and stab somebody. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully not. Um, I can say for myself, I'm not going to try and do that. Uh, it's not going to. I'm not going to. I don't want to run Good. anywhere anymore. <laughs> Is that the only reason why you wouldn't? That's like the biggest limiting factor? No, no but it's one of them. <laughs> All right. That's a good way to end. Um, so as always, thank you to everyone listening out there on SoundCloud and on iTunes. And of course, checking out runningthebases.tv where you can find all things, podcasts, articles, soon to be video pieces and a section for you as well. So coach, happy Memorial Day. Thank you so much. Happy Memorial Day. All right. We're coming into home and we're safe.